Hello, welcome to Real You, Real Money. This feels like the first time in so long that I've done a solo episode and I love myself a solo episode. The reasons for that are going to become clear in the episode. They're probably slightly clear just from the title because today we're talking about moving out of being stuck. And yes, indeed, (laughs) it comes no surprise that's coming from an absolutely personal space that I've been in. So I actually shared a version of this episode with the people in Plenty and it went down so well that I was like, right, I'm going to re-record that slightly and take it to the podcast because I think this is going to become one of those episodes you save, you come back to, because this is a process that I'm going to share with you about how I move out of being in freeze, how I move out of being stuck. And it's a process I've developed kind of cobbled together from various different courses I've done things I've read over the seven eight years of my business and it's something I use over and over again and so I wanted to share it with you welcome to real you real money the podcast that will inspire you to love all of who you are and love making big money all at the same time I'm Ray Dodd, your host and resident money coach. And week in, week out, I'm here to remind you that your feelings and experiences of money have nothing to do with who you are and everything to do with who you've been told you have to be. This podcast is all about powerful conversations that will support you in building a business that reflects who you actually are. This is not a one size fits all style podcast. This is a podcast that celebrates the individual you are, and more than that, believes your uniqueness is the key to you making the sort of money you truly want to. Thank you for being here. Let's do this thing. So let me give you some life updates to give you some context as to where I've been, because actually I've not posted on social media for quite a while. I have not emailed for quite a while. The podcast took an unplanned break. I haven't done a solo episode for a while. So let me talk you through what's been going on. One of the things is I now have an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old. God, you know, when I first became a parent, seeing people with older kids, I was like, you must really know what you're doing. Like they felt like the pinnacle of parents to me, particularly parents of teenagers. I'm still in awe of you, but (laughs) parents of like eight, nine, 10, 11 year old kids. I was like, wow, imagine I have never known less what I'm doing. Everybody. I love having older kids actually, but we live in Kent and in Kent and in a number of other, I believe, what are they called? Counties. In the UK, we have something called a grammar school system, which basically means passing a test to get into school. Completely disagree with it. However, it's the system we have. And so my eldest has been going through that and it's been really hard for him and for various reasons that I'm not going to go into because this is my podcast, not his podcast. But we've been navigating that. We went to Spain, which was delightful. We went with my brother and his family and his kids and my kids and my stepmom as well. And that was kind of the kickoff of well it wasn't the holiday itself the holiday was amazing we went on an all-inclusive holiday first time I've done one of those my eldest was calling it an all-you-can-eat holiday which was completely accurate my god it was incredible my husband had to buy new trousers when he got home because they didn't fit him anymore we all had a delightful time um 
we were getting like I don't drink anymore but alcohol free cocktails just go up to the bar go get them we were getting all sorts we played a lot of board games which is one of our favorite family pastimes in the bar we swam every day we sunbathed I bought the dress I'm wearing I'm wearing my Spain dress so you'll see that in the reel there was some nice little shops I bought lots of necklaces it was lovely it was lovely um, but it was also a holiday that we were going on without my dad. My dad died in um, June of this year. And it was planned as a kind of like, let's do something nice after all of this stuff has happened. And I think maybe part of me was holding on a little bit for that holiday. I also would have liked to have gone on holidays like that with him. And for various reasons, that never happened. And so we went with my really amazing stepmom, who we're all really close to. And it was lovely, but it left, it brought up some grief stuff, kind of in the run up to it, kind of when I was there, kind of when I got back, it just brought up some stuff. And that's one of the things this year that has definitely contributed to stuckness for me. My dad was diagnosed over a year ago now. So for a year, I was now like seven months, I was navigating him essentially dying. And then obviously since June, navigating him having died. So there was some of that stuff coming up as well. And that kind of led me to just like step back. I promised myself some of you will have listened. I think I did a podcast episode on it. I definitely wrote some posts about it at the time when in June after he died, I decided to come back to work quite quickly. And one of the things I promised myself and I wrote about in those posts was when things come up, I'm going to listen to what I need and I definitely needed to step back and actually some of that happened at the end of the plenty launch I just I sent the bare minimum of emails because I just wasn't able to really engage with it all so that happened we went on holiday we got back it was my birthday so I was like getting back into the flow of over that weekend and then that weekend my oldest kiddo who I've mentioned a lot in this podcast today he developed appendicitis <laughs> and so everything got dropped and I was in hospital with him for two nights and he's still off school he's downstairs bless him bored out of his brain now he's just so like oh but he still can't go back to school yet and so we've had that as well so there's just been a lot of life things happening and that's without me even going into everything that's happening in the Middle East and how heavily I know that's weighing on so many of us that's a layer sort of in amongst the layers of my own personal life as well so as you can probably imagine any one of those things as I'm saying I'm like oof, that was a lot actually any one of those things could put me into a freeze response it could get me stuck in my business that is a response by the way that I experience a lot I am self-diagnosed with ADHD currently and it can also be something that happens for people with ADHD is this kind of frozen it can look like procrastination on the outside I don't particularly believe in procrastination so I don't think it's procrastination really it's a number of different things going on for me, what will happen is I get put into an emergency response. My go-to kind of safety mechanism in there is to shut down. Some people's go-to might be to go, go, go. Mine is like a shutdown, 
I think I'm never sure what comes first, <laughs> the anxiety or the shutdown, who knows, but there's definitely anxiety gets kicked into the mix. Some shame gets kicked into the mix and it's all this, you know, sticky concoction of stuckness, essentially of a lack of movement. And so I was aware of that happening in the week. I was like, okay, I'm going to need to like bring myself back out. It's really normal for me after a holiday, by the way, to get back and, and be a bit stuck. It's normal for me after a weekend. Like, honestly, it's normal for me after a weekend to feel a bit stuck. So I don't particularly make a big deal out of it anymore. When my business started, I would get stuck for months, months, and just increasingly beat myself up and then not get any further. I don't do that anymore. I've learned to like what, and we're going to talk about this in, in the steps, but I've learned what an important component self-compassion is in all of this. It's really, really important. Like if you take nothing away from today, other than the fact that when you're in a, in a, a cycle of stuckness, self-compassion is one of the key things to getting you out then that's fine that will be entirely game-changing so I've been in a freeze response I sometimes if that gets particularly bad and it did a bit this time actually it will mean I'm not very good at responding to things I'll really get quite stuck so what do we do when we find ourselves in a situation where no matter no matter what our intentions are we're not actually gaining traction we're not in momentum and and let me be really really clear and I think this still surprises me frequently by the way when you show up in your content in your communities when you are sharing when you are asking for the sale you will make money you will make money. Yes, there's bits and bobs in there. But in the main, continuing to show up over and over again, you will make more money. It's not as uh, complicated a, a process as we're led to believe. However, that stuckness will really, really impact, obviously, your ability to bring in that money. And I don't know if you've been in this situation, but I've been in this situation over and over again, where I can tell myself, oh, this isn't working. This isn't happening. Why is that not working? And then when I give myself a moment and I show up properly and I show up repeatedly and persistently, the money starts to flow again. People start to buy my stuff because it really is that simple. It really is that simple. Like, I'm going to add this in. Maybe this could be like an Easter egg you have to discover in every podcast because I feel like I say this in most podcasts and I'm just going to go and say it again. It is, if you just committed to emailing and growing your list and selling in those emails for the next 30 days and you emailed every day, you would make more money. Now, lots of you are going to tell me, yeah, but I can't do that because everyone will unsubscribe from my list. I can't do that. I'll bother people. I can't do that. But that's what I mean. It's that I can't do that. I won't do that. And then we don't do the thing and then we don't make the money, but we make the not making the money more about how terrible we are, how nobody likes us, how we're no good at this, blah, 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 blah. And that's what happens to me in that stuckness. It becomes all about me. It's all about what I'm not good enough at and that's not motivating to actually go out and do the things but in reality 
looking after our energy, looking after ourselves so that we can go forward and also automating the shit out of whatever, whatever you can, by the way. I'm absolutely in the process of doing that. But that, being able to show up, looking after the, the, the parts of us that allow us to show up is what makes the money. So let me offer to you my process of getting unstuck. So the first thing I do, the first thing I do is listen to some kind of motivating podcast. A few people in Plenty Group were saying like they kind of body double or they might have a conversation with someone. But what I'm looking for in this first step is I'm not on my own. I can do this. I'm going to do this. So my podcast is often a really good one that you can listen to because people always message me going like, Ray, your podcast just makes me feel like I can do it. And so my podcast, you might have other podcasts that you listen to, the sort of podcast that's like, you've got this, you're going to do this. Like, let's go. That sort of vibe is what you're wanting. I would encourage you, and I'm going to start doing this actually, to save, if you listen to your podcast on Spotify, I don't know if you can do this on other apps, but if you do it on Spotify, you can have a list of podcasts that are like your episodes. So maybe do a playlist of like my motivating podcasts and go through and listen to it. So that's my first thing is like, get somebody outside of yourself to speak into your brain. Yes, you've got this. That's number one. Number two is I like to do some kind of movement. So that could look like going for a walk. It could look like exercise, yoga. For me, it often looks like having a good somatic shake to a song. So a song that's three to four minutes, I will shake all of my body parts. This isn't something I do every day, but when I'm in that stuck mode and I need to get energy moving I want to shake and let's be honest wobble every part of my body I can and so I really encourage you to do something some kind of practice like that there are lots of different ways you can do that don't get precious about what's the right one you just want to get some energy flowing I mean I don't know about you I spend so much time in my office in front of my computer or in front of a notebook you really want to do something that just moves your body in a different way because that repeated like not habit even but just like just thing of being sat down at the same desk in the same seats I don't know about some of you who do a similar thing of like you're sitting at a desk a lot of the time but when I go places people are often like oh Ray Ray take a seat and I'm like I'm gonna stand I spend so much time sitting I'd like to stand up so like if I don't know. Yeah, wherever we are. And as long as it's not weird and everyone else is like sat down and I'm just stood over them. But if there's an opportunity to stand, I'll often take it. So if this is me and I'm doing this process, I'm going to shake my body to a song that feels like a good one to shake my body to, like something upbeat, something that just makes me again, I'll probably listen to something motivating as well. That really helps me. Then after I've done that, I will sit back down and do a, some centering breaths. So I have various ways I do this, but the most simple way to describe this for you, one you can do easily is I put my hands on my desk and I set a timer for like two minutes and I just count the amount of breaths I'm taking in that time. And I will actually do that any time in the day where I catch myself in a situation where I feel outside of my body. So one of the ways you can tell if you're in that space is you're probably jumping from task to task. You're probably feeling overwhelmed and like you've got to do everything, but actually doing very little. 
doing that breathing exercise that I've just talked about and really, really focusing on my breaths will bring me, and to me, clients arrive on calls like this, by the way. Clients will often arrive on a call and they're talking at 100 miles an hour and they've got all these ideas and they're like, I always say to them, oh, you've arrived right up here. Let's just take a moment and let's bring you back into your body. And I'm, and when I say up here, I'm, I'm pointing above my head. It's like they're, they're out of their bodies. And then we do the breaths, we bring them back in, bring them back in. And you'll hear their voice get lower. You'll hear like there's more, their, their, their words are slower. Their speech is slower. Their ideas are clear, clearer and crisper. So podcast or something motivating, move your body, centering breaths. And then once I've done those, and sometimes the freeze I've been in has been a long one for me, like a month now. And it was partly because of the holiday and I've been off, like it wouldn't have normally got to that point. But for me, that's very a long time now. Like I said, used to be much longer, but now I'm unlikely to be that kind of frozen for more than a couple of weeks. So if I'm finding myself just a bit stuck, after like a week or so, I might just do those three things. And that's enough. That's enough to get me like, okay, like that, that could shift things in a day for me. But when it's been longer, often what happens is things build up. And you have a what I call a list of things that are freaking you out. And I've written these a list of things that are freaking me out from the very beginning of my business. And so that's for the next thing I'll do. I'll do my very best to face all of the things I'm burying. So that might be money I owe. It might be bills that need to be paid. It might be clients that need to be caught up with. It might be things I need to get to people that are late. It could be something I haven't planned that I wanted to plan, something I feel behind on, wherever it is. I'll write that list out. And then I'll deal with anything in that list that's super easy. So if, if it's replying to an email, that's relatively easy for me. So just get that off the list. If it's replying to client boxes, for example, I'll quickly do that. Anything that I can just do, and it's not bothering me that much, but getting it done will feel good. Paying people, do that quickly, right. Move money around, do that quickly, done. So I create a little bit of movement in that list. And then if there's anything that's bigger, and this is, a, it depends how much the thing's freaking me out. And the next point will make more sense of this. But if there's anything bigger that, that I need to make a plan for. Like, so let's say I was like, okay, there's this payment coming up and I don't have the money for it. I haven't organized myself for it. Or I, yeah, that's probably the easiest example. I would make a plan for how I'm going to bring in that money. But if I don't want to do that, and this is one of the big mistakes people make when they're stuck. One of the reasons we get stuck is because we plan on doing something, something that needs to be done or we, we really want to get done. And for whatever reason, maybe we're overcomplicating it. Maybe it's not that interesting to us, but it needs to be done. Maybe we are scared of it. Maybe it feels big. Maybe it involves showing up in a way that we find intimidating or we have self-doubt around whatever it is we put off that thing and we know we need every day we're like right, I'm going to do that thing and we don't do the thing and then we're like I'm going to do it but we don't do it and before we know it we're stuck we're frozen and then one of the mistakes we make 
when it comes to like, right, I really need to get unfrozen and you're doing this process. This process will fall down. If you don't pay attention to this next bit, it could unravel the whole thing. And the next step is if you find yourself, so you've done your things that are freaking you out list and you're actually like, you know what? I actually can't action any of that right now. I still feel too stuck. I, I want you to do this next step. Do something you want to do. Too often we put off what we want to do in place of what we should do or what needs to be done. And that just creates that expanding stuck feeling like sludge that is just sticking your feet to the ground and seeping into everything. One of the best ways you can get unstuck is just to do the thing you actually want to do. So pick something that it could be writing a post that you just really want to post about it could be having a conversation with someone it could be anything it doesn't really matter but do something you actually want to do and then come back either later in the day or later in the week to to those shoulds that need doing but often if you can start the day with something you actually want to do it will absolutely transform things we call them following your flights of fancy in plenty and that's one of the best ways that you can get yourself unstuck And then lastly, the thing I want you to bathe every single moment of this with is self-compassion, is being kind to yourself, is letting yourself learn about who you are, about what triggers your stuckness, about why you found yourself in freeze. And to share a bit more of my story in that. So I shared this all with, I do a Monday pep talk in plenty every Monday. They get my shiny face showing up in the Facebook group and I do a pep talk on a topic of my choice. Sometimes people have asked me to talk about something. Often it's just whatever's on my mind. And so last Monday I was like, well, I'm going to talk about this because this is what I'm doing today. I'm doing this process and I've never really thought it through in terms of formalizing it. And I did it. I did the process on the Monday and I definitely, I got a lot of things done that needed to be done that I would need to catch up on because this was just after I'd got out of hospital with my my eldest. But not going to lie, and the plenty of people don't know this yet, some of that stuckness really stuck around last week. I had a busy week because I was catching up on the things I'd had to postpone or move because of being off. But that stuckness lingered. And it's only today that I feel much more like, ah, all right. And I got there because I wanted to add a couple of things. I got there in two ways over the week. One of those things was repeating these steps, particularly the podcast step. I listen to a lot of motivating things. One of the things that really brings like serotonin to my brain is inspiration. And I am somebody who gets inspiration from external places. So if I'm hearing someone talk, it's going to trigger my thoughts on something else. And so I listened to quite a lot of podcasts to help me feel back in that space last week. I also called on my support networks. So I spoke to people just being like, I'm feeling really stuck. Oh, it's really tricky. Blah, 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 blah. And just talked it out with them. I rested a lot this weekend, even though all of me, not all of me, 80% of me was like, Ray, you didn't get enough done last week. You should work at the weekend. I didn't because I think I need the rest at the moment. And lastly, I journaled. So I got myself, I didn't ignore the stuff in my body, but I did also engage my brain so that my brain could think this stuff through. 
And what was super interesting, and I'm going to record a podcast on this soon. What was super interesting is when I journaled, and this was just this morning, my realization was that I'm in a place in my business where I'm coming to the end of a, of kind of some cycles of stuff that's been going on. And next year, my plan feels super clear. I'm ready to invest in things. I'm excited about the direction. I just feel clear is the only word I can use. I just feel and sure, like it's like that I've been given a map and I'm like, right, well, I'm going to do that, that, that and that. And it's like it's the map I've been looking for all of the time I've been in my business, which is funny because this is not a like, oh, my God, what's Ray going to do? Is it going to be revolutionary? No, it's not. It's not revolutionary. It's just solid business stuff that I will talk about more why I couldn't or I couldn't, yeah, couldn't address that before. It has everything to do with where my nervous system was, was at, basically. And so I realized as I was journaling this morning that this stuckness is almost like my past self holding on to where I've been because it senses things are going to change. It senses that I'm at the end of something, something new is beginning. And if I say stay stuck, if I don't take the steps that I've started to take, or if I just do them in a half-assed way, if I don't properly complete them, if I put them off, I get to stay in this place that has been really uncomfortable in many ways, but is familiar. And noticing that was almost like the, the key and the like, huh, okay. But I had to address the nervous system stuff, the things that were like that, that things that are freaking me out list, which will layer on top of what's really going on and tell me it's about that. But if I don't deal with that, it's all I can see. And so it took a week and I want to be honest about that. It took a week to clear that those things away so that I could get to like, what's actually going on. And now I can make decisions of like, hang on, we are not doing that anymore. I am not going to not show up for these next steps so that I stay where I am. I've outgrown where I am. You may have outgrown where you are. And it's not always as easy as, well, I shook my body around and I did this and things changed. That's a part of the process, just as it's not as easy as I journaled and things changed. I took a course and everything changed. It's an amalgamation of all of those things. So being able to see where I'm at and being like, no, no, Rachel, which is my real name. For those of you that don't know, we're not doing that. We are not going to not follow through on this beautiful plan that you like I just just dropped into my brain one day. We're not doing that because I know where I'm going. I know what I'm called to do. And I 100% believe that while you may know what you're called to do, you may know where you're going or you may not know. I 100% believe that for every single one of you, there is a space for you where you are living as the fullest version of yourself and being paid to do it. So. I'm excited to hear how this lands for you. 
like I said, the people in Plenty were like, ugh, thank you for putting words to this and to actually giving me a process. So let me remind you, number one, listen to something that motivates you, a podcast, whatever it is, or have a motivating chat with a friend. Listen to something like that. Number two, move your body. Number three, do some kind of breath work. It doesn't have to be a lot, but just some centering breathing. Number four, I want you to write a things that are freaking me out list and address what you can in it. Number five, do something you really want to do. And then number six is when you actually go into the other stuff you want to do. Supporting stuff around that is chatting to friends and journaling. Right. Thank you very much for being here. I'm really happy to be doing this solo episode for you all again. If you are looking to do some planning for 2024, or if you're ready to wrap up 2023 and you want to reflect on how the year's gone, my intensive days are so wonderful. And I have space for two or three, haven't quite decided, two or three towards the end of the year and in January. So if you're interested in doing one of those, there'll be a link in my show notes. Jump to that, pop me a DM on Instagram if you want to talk about it more and we can figure out if it'd be a good fit for you. I'd love to have you on one of these. That They are basically, we focus normally on one or two things. We start off in the mindset, we move into a plan and we make it super clear why you've been feeling how you're feeling, how to free yourself of that and how to move forward and make the money you actually want to make. All right. Thank you everybody for being here. Pop me a DM if you think one of those intensives could be for you and I'll speak to you very soon.